also fun. This is such a, um, I mean, we've said this before too, but this has been such a good best friend week for the pod. This really has been such a good best friend week of the pod. I'm not sure in the order that it's going out, but Meta and I have recorded with two of our favorite people on planet Earth. And also, like, Meta and I are, like, on a fucking roll with our content vibes. Like, Dude, our flow is really good these days. We've been crushing this week. Do you think it's because we haven't been talking as much because we've, like, been so busy with work? <laughs> we learned how to shut the fuck up a little bit, and now are we're doing that. Are you and I going to stop being friends? <laughs> we communicate on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, this is this yeah. was my subtle way of breaking up with you. Wow, it's like that then. <laughs> Just kidding, I could never. Could you imagine my life without you? I would get nothing. I would. There's no. I couldn't survive. I wouldn't survive. <sighs> Who would I call to make them Facetime me all day so I wouldn't have to like cry? No, me. That's it. It'd have to be. It's me or Mahal. Could only be me right. or Mahal. That's a true story, by the way, Meadow. Like stayed on the phone with me for like a week straight on FaceTime just so I wouldn't have to like literally cry. It's my absolute pleasure. I'll spend all week with you. I know. I get your roommate that's never there. That's my favorite type of roommate. (laughs) That's why I'm your favorite friend. (laughs) Besides the guest we had on today. It's just Meadow and I have this fucking understanding that is so uniquely amazing that like we don't like we just know we're not mad if the other one doesn't answer the phone oh god unless you're ignoring me about Never. work stuff that's the only time that i get right right frisky. right right for sure for sure but then i just like rightfully so and i ping you like i don't care. yeah 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 but like i would never ping you in friend zone do you know what i mean oh never and, and even like, when you ping me about me? work stuff you know me i'm always like please follow up because I'm an airhead or I, I log off or I'm not paying attention. You know, that's why we get shit done because and you're able to And I don't feel annoying ping pinging you as no. work Gabby because I know that you know that that's work Gabby. It's not yeah. friend Gabby. Yeah. And I would never take it that way. Ew. Can you imagine? Good. We've actually never talked about that. So that makes me happy. I mean, but I knew. Yeah. Goes without saying. But yeah, seriously. It's good to, it's good to say out loud anyway. But like speaking of like the third best friend that anyone can have because let me just tell you best friends that could happen let me just fucking tell you about the episode that we just recorded with the best person ever and like probably the nicest human being i've literally ever encountered truly and our most highly requested guest and our bestie miss maddie bragg maddie bragg our mutual best friend except for remember when it was just the three of us as three best friends and now our whole girl gang has kind of morphed into being the entire girl gang with each other which like i love I, oh my god no I love it too but it's just fun it, it kind of started with us three and then we just started collecting girls along the way that sounds so like we're a brothel we are that's exactly we what we're doing collecting here. girls along we started the way collecting girls along the way that's yeah, gonna be like scooping the them up that gets meadow canceled in 20 years <laughs> you talk about mental health on the internet I'm gonna scoop you up and collect you along the way <laughs> literally literally that's actually what happened I remember like Matt well you met Maddie through work Mm-hmm. Same same shit that happened with you and I, where we had to, you know a scheduled call for something, and we we were Facetiming actually though we faced I don't know why why did we Facetime maybe because you know why because it was early pandemic and it was when everyone could didn't know how to get on a call without it being like a Zoom or Google Meet anymore, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so we Facetimed for literally like almost three hours, and I Sweet. think the first thing that started it was I saw her scales tattoo and I was like are you a Libra, and it was. It was, it was done. yeah that was history from there yeah and then maddie and i met 
through Meadow because Meadow was like, you should work with her too. Like you should know her. Well, because you and I had met what one month, two months yeah. before Maddie and I did. Yeah. Two or three. Much. So maybe. Pretty much. Yeah. So then you were like, you need to meet her also because she also was like mental healthy and cool as fuck. And then same thing. Maddie and I had a Zoom call and I was like prepping her because I was going to interview her for something. And we were on a Zoom call for three hours. Yeah. And I remember I called. I think I called you after and I was just like the, yeah, the you feeling did. that I had. I mean, first of all, I was like, yeah, we're going to be best friends. Mm-hmm. But I was like, also, it was like we were both in that space where you could tell neither of us wanted to get off the call. And I think Aww. I said that to you. I was like, you could tell that like we were both like craving friends like a, a friendship like a real friendship yeah. yeah and um yeah it was really it's been literally history i think since. that's what's so beautiful about the rest is history all that's of the us fucking the rest- phrase that i've been trying to put into my i feel like my mother anyway anyway this isn't about us okay it's about someone it's about maddie yeah our best no, what friend. Did, what did we talk about? Take us through. Oh, it was we talk, okay. So we talked about so much, but ne- not nearly enough that we wanted to. So spoiler alert, Maddie is absolutely coming back. For I think sure. the main thing was that you and I obviously became friends with her like right as she was going back on the internet. And I think we've noticed as her best friends, like a lot of disparities between like her getting so famous so young and what was actually going on in her life. And like the transition on and back on, off and then back on the internet. And so today was mainly unpacking like how fucking unbelievably strong and badass this woman has been the entire fucking time. And none of you knew like none this girl has been like I'm just her own champion and has been like had to be her own advocate and has had to work through so much shit for so long and it was in the public eye the whole time and no one knew anything about it she's just she's the most incredible person in the world and so you guys got the best friend tea on maddie bragg's real life story which is so fucking fascinating and it just i mean it explains so much and like i don't know i think meadow said it best but it's like what what her what meadow and i really wanted to get across in this episode too i don't even think maddie knew that this was our intention behind it until Probably we were not. already recording but it was like we really people just ask such like and i get it like you grow up watching someone you're a fan of them you're gonna ask questions because you feel like you know them and maddie's done mm-hmm. a really good job mm-hmm. of like making her audience feel like they know her but people ask because she like, is as her best friend she's the exact same talking to us as she is on youtube she really is herself that's why yeah yeah but like people will ask questions and again this is no shade to like the people asking these questions but like just very like tea filled Mm -hmm. questions and i'm all here for that but like when it's someone that like we're friends with and that we're like hyper protective over i think meadow and i really had the intention of this episode of like giving maddie the fucking floor to just be like which, by the way, she doesn't owe to anyone slash, like, doesn't need our fucking platform to do so. But, like, <laughs> True. Just, let's just be clear. She but did She did us the favor by coming literally, on and telling. <laughs> literally. We're like, thank you so much for giving this the fucking exclusive. But, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's literally that of, like, there was so much that was going on in her life and her adolescence that nobody understood. And I think that hearing her story will make people... A, love her way more. Like, I mean, they already love her and adore her, but like, just have such a deeper understanding for why she is the way that she is. And moreover, mm-hmm. like, made the decisions that she's made throughout her life, which are questions that she gets asked a lot. So mm-hmm. that's what really excited me about this episode. And they're deeply personal answers. Yeah. 
Like I think so, like, people don't you, Maddie, always for, know. I know that yeah. like we're you know like we're all so close, but to trust us enough even to come on a public platform and talk because yes, you can come so on a podcast like Thoughts May Vary that's new and be like, oh, you know, their audience is you know still growing and blooming right. and like it's fine. But knowing that her name is attached to this episode, she knows that everyone following her is gonna listen. Right. So like she's aware of the the scope that this episode could potentially have. Well, she's also aware of the fact that she picked two of the most hyper protective friends over her. I mean, all of our, all, every yeah. one of her friends were all protective over her because she's the most beautiful, pure soul in the world. But yeah. man, you, you and I get fierce about her. We really do. But so that's our, that's our girl. Yeah. Don't fuck with her. You have to go through me and Meadow first. Yeah. This episode was so special. It was so special. I'm excited and for you guys to listen. We're for sure. So we did, we do Maddie's life story. We also did a, a Q&A mostly about friendships, especially because we are the three best friends that anyone could have. But we're absolutely going to bring her back. We want to talk about food. We want to talk about healthy relationships with eating. We want to talk about, there's so much more to talk there about. There was so Maddie. much to talk about. And there were so many things on our list that we wanted to talk about. But I didn't want to do the conversation a disservice of switching the topic too right close. absolutely like too quickly absolutely. you know what i mean like i think we needed to flesh out her those story deserved this amount of time and attention and unpacking it deserves even more time yeah yeah but thank you for listening in advance um make sure that you guys rate and review our podcast we literally never say that and i feel like a dirty dirty slut saying that right now but like yeah the only reason we know is because maddie just taught us how to make content yeah. and we're, did it for us at the end of this episode so now we're just gonna run that every single time <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to run Maddie saying, make sure to... And she knew. She knew how to fucking diversify with the content. Because normally at the end of her video, she's like, like, comment, and subscribe. And she so quickly was like, make sure to give us five stars, rate, and review. Rate and review. Apple yeah. Podcast. I was like, oh, this bitch. This it's almost like she's been doing this for like 20 years. <laughs> Wild. Well, thank you, Maddie. Enjoy the episode. We love you, Smooch. Let us know your thoughts. We love you. Bye. Bye. Look at her. I'm just scrolling through your Instagram. I'm like not talking to you, just looking at your Instagram. <laughs> you know, it's so Honestly. funny. I was going through my photos, like my favorite. I, it's not even, it wasn't even my favorites. I have a photo called Fam, an album called Fam. It's like all my favorite photos of family and friends. And I have two photos of you and I sent it to Gabby. And I was like, these are the photos for her promo. I have saved photos of Maddie on my computer. I want They were these on ones. your computer? Yeah, they're saved in my I family you just folder. I were like scrolling through her no, stuff and you were like, they're oh, in my family good. folder on my computer. And it's the one of you eating pasta. And then it's the one, the other really cute one when you're like this. It's really cute. And it's off to the side. It was definitely for an ad. There's definitely the weed scandal photo is also in that folder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll post all three. All right. Do I reel us in? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Get the show on the road. I I did the same thing with Sarah. I was like, all right, team, ready? Let's reel it in. You're going to have to, you got two air signs now. You're going to have to really reel us in this episode. Yeah, good luck. Good luck to you. We're going to be big. Literally, that's my my permanent state of of being. (laughs) I feel like you guys are like my, you're like my leash kids at Disney right now. We literally, yeah, you would come to Disneyland to put us on those backpacks while we're like microdosing and like, ah. And I'm like, no, Meadow. That's Get us a water. tandem stroller. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Wow. Honestly, we should do something like that for Halloween. My curse in life would be having like all Libra children. 
<laughs> I can imagine. I hope it happens to you. <laughs> I do too. Because then we're going to get Thanks. like Taurus or like best. fucking Capricorns. Gonna get, and then we're going to get like, only Capricorns and Gemini. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, I could get it. I would love a Gemini. I love a Gemini. Okay, real us in. What are we unpacking? <laughs> Look, I did uh, it. You did it. I, I know. Well, because you saw me looking at my phone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't know what the fuck I'm unpacking. Okay. Oh, I didn't think Maddie? about it either. Do you know, Maddie? We, we start unpacking something every episode. Right. Um. Yeah, I think I'm just unpacking, like, how hard the holidays are sometimes. Which, like, honestly, this year it hit me real hard. Oh, yeah. Like, real, real hard. And normally, I don't know. At least, maybe I just, like, block it out because I'm an optimist and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot that I was severely depressed around this time last year. (laughs) Which I don't think is the case, but you never know. Might have You were a little sad last year, but not, like, devastatingly sad. But I feel like every year you and I are like, Christmas, we miss our dads. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But this year it was, like it hit real bad yeah it would there was it was it's it was a lot of time spent in bed and like just feeling sorry for myself to be honest honestly <laughs> which is fine I so. like wallowing in our own self-pity sometimes sometimes it feels good sometimes you just it, gotta, it does you I have to 100 percent have to yeah. yeah but yeah and then like I had a nice therapy session about it and like absolutely hysterically cried the whole time um which was great <laughs> got was it yesterday. all out that was yesterday. yeah and then like no well I did have therapy yesterday but it was a much lighter session this was last week got it um, nice I had therapy and it was like brutal and then this week on last week I like did not exist as a person and then this week on like Tuesday I woke up and I was like I'm done I'm done feeling sorry for myself. I'm done laying in bed all day and doing nothing. Like, I need to work. (laughs) Let's get (laughs) the show on the road. I need to stop being sorry for myself. So, we would just pull myself out of it. Do you feel like that's what you normally do to get yourself out of those moments? Is you just like, you decide, you're like, yep, okay. Enough. Um, Well, she gave herself the week to feel it too, you know? I know, but I'm saying a lot of people can just continue on. Like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Like, that takes a lot of like self awareness and strength to like be like, no, we're we're done now. That was enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, I just can't live in like the in between. Yeah. Like, if I'm really upset or like, you know, struggling, I can't ignore it and like continue to live my life with it just like, hanging in the back of me like that doesn't work for me like I genuinely have to just like stare it in the face and like live in it for however long I need to and then just decide okay like we're gonna keep going (laughs) yeah that's a skill though I know like for me it takes like there's a there's there were so many years and I honestly attribute a lot of it to birth control but I don't want to only attribute it to birth control but like I remember that I had so much time in my life spent like in what you just said like in the in-between where like I and it wasn't even because I was ignoring it on purpose it was just like I didn't I just felt like numb like I just existed and I still go through moments like that where I just feel like I'm just like existing do you know what I mean you're just like floating in limbo yeah yeah I hate the limbo I hate the no, limbo. I really don't like it. I really the, don't like it. 
I always said like it's really I'm pretty go with the flow like if something has to change and it's like a hard change I'm pretty good at just being like okay fine if it's the way it is accept it move on but yeah. like like you're saying Maddie like in t- that in between of get it like you I just have to make the decision like if I mm-hmm. am I gonna be upset today or am I gonna go over it like are we gonna go this way or that way that the limbo is always the hardest part it just feels yeah. as, which is funny because we're air signs. You think we should be able to flow around up there a little bit, but no. No, I just like, I can't because I guess it depends on what the emotion is and like what the feeling is. But mm, for like me being upset about not having parents basically and like how much that sucks in like so many different aspects of my life. And like, as I get older, it just like presents itself in so many different situations, which is like such a funny thing about grief is like, I mean, we all know that it's like a forever thing that you experience, but like it shows up in so many different ways as you get older Mm -hmm. and like experience different situations and meeting people and you know, whatever. It's just like you realize in so many different ways, like, wow, man, this really fucking sucks. Oh my God. Yeah. And then you have to like go through that grieving period again. Dude, weddings. Yeah. Every time oh I go God. to a wedding and t- someone gets walked down an aisle, I'm literally like, why did you invite me? Like, I don't want to see this. Like all <laughs> I'm thinking about is how I don't get that. Like it's, weddings are the mm-hmm. fuck. The, ugh. Yeah. It's, you're so right yeah. though. It's like the longer time goes on, you don't realize like, oh, we're going to continue to be triggered for the rest of our lives because we're going to continue having new experiences that we wish our parents were here for and they're not going to be. Yeah. And it's like, we're going to constantly have to cope with that. It makes me so annoyed and angry, honestly, because it's like, it's not like, it never ends. Oh, I'm sad. And like, here's what I'm going to do to like fix whatever is causing this problem. Like there's literally nothing I can do except for just be like, Mm -hmm. I got to keep going. Yep. So that's like a hard pill to swallow for sure. And that's why like some days I allow myself to like throw a pity party. Did it make you get more or less Christmassy? Like, did you decorate? Mm. Do you want to do holiday spirited things? Did you, you know, you were trying to make Um, the holiday cookies. Does it make you want to be more or less spirited? I don't know. I didn't get a Christmas tree this year. My roommate's out of town, and so it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of waited too long, and then I'm like, oh, I have to buy lights, and like, I don't have that many ornaments. And I'm like, it's just not worth it. It's just a lot. For me to get a tree this year. Yeah. But I don't think it like steers me away from doing holiday stuff, especially because like when I'm distracted, excuse me, distracted with things, then I'm like less sad, obviously. Yeah. Because I'm, like, not sitting there by myself wallowing. Yeah. So I'm not, like, opposed to doing more holiday things. And, like, I talked about it with my therapist. She was, like, what are, like, you know, what were your, like, family holiday traditions? And, like, how can you implement them in your life now, even though your parents aren't there? And so that was a good thing to like think about. And I don't think I could answer that for you. What tell tell yeah. us one? Because I don't think I, I would answer that for you. Um, in a, like a best friend gun to your head scenario. <laughs> Usually it was mainly like on Christmas Eve, we would always we got to open two presents mm. on Christmas Eve. And they were always 
a pair of pajamas. Aww. Like matching cute. pajamas and then a board game. Oh god, so that makes would, so much fucking we sense. We would all <laughs> Yes. Maddie's like the game friend. Yeah. Game queen. Game queen always. Um, so then we would all like put our pajamas on and like play board games on Christmas Eve and then like go to bed. So that was the so that's like the most standout tradition for sure. That's so sweet. Um, Are you gonna do that when you have kids? For oh, sure. For sure, yeah. Without That's a so doubt, cute. yeah. And uh, when I was, like, talking about all that, I, like, obviously I was upset the entire <laughs> therapy session. But when I was talking about that, like, she, my therapist asked me, like, do you want to have kids? Like, do you want your own family? And then I just, like, started crying more because I just, like, kept thinking about it. And, like, Gabby and Meadow know me, but, like, people who are listening might not know. But I'm, like, borderline psycho about like how much I want to be a mom and like how often I think about having kids and like having my own family it's like literally gonna be the most beautiful mother in the entire world like I've never met someone more oh she's first of all you're gonna carry so well when you're fucking pregnant like oh no it's gonna be so it's I'm already triggered by Maddie's pregnancy body I'm already triggered about it yeah Maddie's gonna be that bitch with the fucking skinny ass limbs no I don't want to hear it belly and like the perfect she's gonna be Kourtney Kardashian you're gonna be like your best self when you're pregnant you are meant to be a mother Kourtney Kardashian what where did you have you have you ever seen her when she was pregnant like she her fashion was so okay so we everyone likes her now Maddie's gonna be like an Emily Ratajkowski that's the vibe yeah. I was getting. Okay, yeah. That's, Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. You're Thank so you. welcome. But Maddie, Maddie's born. I've never met someone who's more been like, Matt, like they're born to be a mother. Truly. Yeah. Truly. I am. Yeah. And it's it worries be me, but shout out to that birth control. Because <laughs> like some days I'm like, should I just go for it? Should I just say, fuck it? You're like, I'm mom. I could do it. <laughs> you could just practice with me and Aaron's first. Oh, okay. that's so yeah. not what I thought you, it was going to come out of your mouth. And I was like, where the fuck is she going with that sentence? Practice making babies? Yeah. Well, you could do that <laughs> on birth control too. Yeah. Right. But then I'm you do it with that. me and Aaron. And then like. Oh. <laughs> that's why I was like, okay, first of Sister all. Sister wives or what? I'm like, are you down? All, these two bitches Three are saw? talking at the beginning Three of the saw? fucking episode. You two are talking about going to Disney without me. Now you're talking with threesome without me. <laughs> You know the you know the Sex in the City thing that's like if your friends won't fuck you who will? <laughs> Have you seen no. that? No. Oh god, never mind. Meadow, what are you unpacking? I still don't know what I'm unpacking. I don't know. I kind of want to steal Maddie's, but honestly, I've been working so much that I literally haven't had the time to be sad yet. Mm. So I I know I'm gonna un- I know the dad shit is gonna hit me. So I'm the op. Like my dad was obsessed with Christmas. So that it's like Christmas specifically is always a little bit rougher. Um, yeah. But I, I truly this year, I literally have not had the time for it to hit me. So I'm just kind of like wondering if it's going to come around or not. So I'm trying so to give just you be anxiety cognizant of that. Think about that, like lurking. It doesn't give me anxiety. It's just like. I, I, it's kind of like what Maddie said, where it's like, oh, OK, so if, if there's going to be situations that come up for the rest of our lives where we don't mm-hmm. have parents and we have to unpack it. Like, does that mean I have to be upset every single Christmas? Can they just be new things? And I like start liking Christmas again. And then I'll just be upset when I get married. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, does it have to be the same ones over and over? Or am I just going to be able to heal from some and get more along the way? Cause I'm more down with that. I'd like to like 
I like I can handle that more if I can heal it and just come discover more along the way rather than like knowing every single year at Christmas I'm going to be sad. Like I don't want that. Yeah, but also I feel like at least for me things don't always like trigger me. Right. In terms of that. Like there's yeah. sometimes something will happen and I like don't even think twice about it. Right. And then it, the same thing will happen again and then it'll make me really upset. So it's just like, you never know. You never know when it's going to come. With movies, like movies could be so specific. Like a movie will be about like, you know, a substance use son and a father with cancer and he died. Like something so about me and I'll just watch it and like not think twice about it. And then it'll Mm -hmm. be like a Disney, it'll be Lion King and the dad dies and I'm sobbing. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's exactly Mm -hmm. what you're saying. So yeah, I think it's that. I think it's just unpacking. Am I going to have to unpack? Mm. I don't know. Did you think of one? Um, I guess I. I don't know. Late, I've been thinking um a lot about just like the the concept of like acceptance of just like mm. the, I can't control certain things and I'm like weirdly okay with it nowadays. With oh my certain gosh, things. character yeah, growth. I'm, I know, right? (laughs) It's I love controlling things, and that's always been like a really big personality trait of mine. You Taurus, you, yeah, truly. And I don't know. Lately, like, there's one situation in particular that, like, I've talked to both of you about, and I'm just like, it's out of my hands, and like a conversation that's been looming on my brain, and I'm just the way that I've been approaching that conversation or like that situation is just so fucking out of character for me. Where like. I'm just like going into it with the narrative already in my brain of like, I can't control the outcome. And I'm so I'm therefore not attached to the outcome because I can't control it. And it's honestly like very liberating. That's so cool. So I'm like, what happens happens. Have you been able to apply that in other aspects of your life yet? Like this is like, that was like an interpersonal relationship Um, side. Have you, have you noticed it in other areas? No, I haven't noticed it in my work life. I've I've 100% noticed it in my personal life. Okay, work life. I would like to talk to you about this because I've noticed that I'm doing the opposite. I'm usually too, you're, you're the one that balances and controls because I'm too airy and go with the flow. And I was unpacking with someone the fact that I edit these for us. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. usually I'm like, oh, give someone else the task. I trust other people. I don't care. I love to like you know, deliberate whatever task we have to do. I'm like, I don't want anyone editing this. I like the way I edit it. I like the way I make us sound. Like now, but do you think because it's a, this because is like it's our, about us? Do you well, think again, this like project is like our baby. Right. You know, but it's like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling more. I'm feeling the stress of that control. Well, but what's interesting is it checks like that tracks for me knowing your personality because you you care a lot about like the aesthetic of something. Like, because you oh, have such a particular, you have a very particular eye and like, mm-hmm. you know what you like. Like, Meadow is one of those people that like, if she doesn't like something, like you're automatically like, I don't like it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, aesthetically, if you like or don't like something. Yeah, and So I true. think like for yeah. a project that like is literally like you and I are the faces, we are the brand that tracks <laughs> for me that you would have more control in it. You're just like That's validating exactly the reason why I'm never going to give control say. up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be things that like, look, one day when we're making more money and we're doing whatever, there's going to be parts of this that we're never going to give up because of the control part of it. Like I was, fuck, who was I listening to talk about this? That they were saying that they still run their Instagram. Oh my God. 
No, I don't even want to fucking shout them out because I don't like them. But I was oh, listening who? to a Forbes interview with them. Yeah, but they were saying that like they still. Do you like how I'm switching the pronouns today? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Figure out who it is. Yeah. They were saying how they still write all of their captions because if not, the brand voice would be so lost. And I was like, oh fuck, that's actually interesting. It's probably true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they yeah. fucking suck. It doesn't matter. <laughs> would you ever have anyone run your account, Maddie? No. Like if you made a if you made a like a cookbook and we make our own cookbook page, like what what creative control are you willing and not willing to relinquish? Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't let someone run it. Yeah. No, it just feels like I I personally feel like Instagram is so personal. Yeah. And especially with what I do, like my brand and my job, like as much as yes, it is about food and like I'm trying to lean more into that, like no matter what I do or how hard I try to make it not about me, like my brand is me. Like yeah. there's not really any way around that. And so I feel like if I was to give that, like the control of my social media or whatever to somebody else, like I would lose mm-hmm. that like personal connection. Yeah. Well, the authenticity behind it, which is like yeah. what made you successful to begin with was like people watching your videos and seeing themselves reflected or feeling like they were your friend which by the way like we've already said so many little things in this that like obviously Meadow and I know about you but I feel like the world doesn't and I think that like whenever like if I'm hyping you up to someone who's like a mutual and I'll like Mm -hmm. be like yeah and you know the way that she's like been fucking on her own since she was 16 they'll be like what like people don't know I literally just had that with Michaela I was on the phone with Michaela and I said that I was like yeah I'm excited to like talk about how fucking badass she is how she's like been supporting herself forever and blah 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 and she's like wait what like people have no idea people have no idea so I want you whatever you're comfortable sharing (laughs) talking to the people and hyping yourself up about just like your story even what we were unpacking like do people know that you don't have parents yes and no um I definitely talked about like losing my dad on my channel in real time um I wasn't on the internet when he died he died when I was 10 Mm -hmm. um I started but you were 12 what you were making your channel yeah yeah I was like 12 or 13 Okay, that's cool. um so it was a couple of years after my dad had passed, but I still talked about it in my videos and like okay. I remember I don't even know if it's still up. I'm actually curious to go and see if that video is still there, but I like made a whole video about like dealing with grief. Like 13-year-old me or like 14 maybe. I was so young. I would, oh my God, I want to see that so bad. So I don't know if it's actually still on my channel or if it's privated or like permanently deleted. I have to go yeah. and check. I'll do it after this, but okay. it'd be so interesting to see mm-hmm. like what I said. Mm-hmm. Insightful <laughs> mini Maddie. Yeah. Totally. I mean, <laughs> she didn't even know what was coming. Oh, <laughs> okay. So tell us, maybe. tell, yeah. tell right, the people right. what, what was coming. So um, I made my channel when I was like 13 and just started making like who showed you YouTube? Who at thirteen? Like who showed you YouTube that you were like, oh, this is fun. I could make this. Um, I mean, like I had a computer. Yeah. So I just like and like obviously I knew what YouTube was. Okay. And yeah, but you were so in the beginning that like it still wasn't. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I mean, I didn't. 
understand that like people did it for a job or like it was like social media was not what social media is now when I started and I started just like watching people make haul videos and like makeup tutorials and all that and I was like this seems like fun like I could do this why not because I'm like into all of that sort of stuff and I never was like super sporty in school and I felt like this could be like my thing yeah and so I started making videos and I didn't think that anybody would see them really I mean like I hoped that somebody would watch them but like I didn't obviously expect it to be where it is now when did it click in your brain that you were like oh this is becoming a job um I feel like not the gardener (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry it's fine um The, I feel like, I think I started making money when I was like 14 or 15. That's nuts. From it. Yeah. And like at first it was not, it was just like AdSense money. Right. And so it was like a few dollars here, a few dollars there, like not a lot of money. Um, And then I like signed with the, um, it was called Style Hall. They were like a kind of like management, but like a, I don't know, you were like a part of this collective of other like YouTubers basically. And they put better ads on your videos. And then I had through them, I like had a point person who would like then start connecting me with brands. And that's when I Is first started. All still before Instagram though? Um, Instagram <clears throat> wasn't around. Well, Instagram became a thing when I was in high school. That's why I'm, I don't know. Fuck. I'm so e- old, you guys. Yeah, like around, I feel like around the time that I like started making money was when I was like on Instagram then. But I wasn't really doing, at least to begin with like Instagram ads, it was more like everything was YouTube focused. Yeah. Um, and yeah, started like working with brands and making money and then eventually like got a manager. And by the time I was like, 15 and a half, 16, I was like making enough money to fully support myself. Fucking um, and well, you also, when Gabby asked you, what's the moment you knew? I, I, in my head, I was like, I wonder if it was when who flew you out. If you were the youngest influencer to ever get flown out by a luxury brand to London, who, which, who was it? Oh, Burberry. Burberry. That's fucking they, She was like but 16 years old and they flew no, her no, out. No, 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 no. I was like. I think I was like 17 or 18 by that point. Same shit. But still young. Yeah. Are you kidding? That's so cool. Okay. Keep going. Thanks. Um, But yeah, around that, like in the meantime of me, like starting my channel and like making videos and all of that, it was like definitely my like escape from my like home life Mm -hmm. Because after my dad died, my mom was severely depressed and like I was not old enough to understand Mm -hmm. that that was going on. Like I didn't know what it meant to be depressed or like how to notice the signs in someone. In a parent. Um, Yeah. In a parent. At that age, there's, yeah. Yeah. I like couldn't comprehend what was happening. Yeah. Um, But because of that, like there was a lack of like parenting in general from my mom, which I obviously don't blame her for, but 
I, that was just like, YouTube was my escape from that. Yeah. Um, and when I was like 16, I made the decision for myself that I was going to move to LA. I'm from Orange County. So close by only like an hour drive, but all my friends were here and like a lot of opportunity for my job, meaning, I mean, obviously I can work anywhere. I work in social media, but like events and like my management team was in LA and, you know, all my friends that did the same thing as me were in LA Mm -hmm. and I needed to get out of my house (laughs) basically. Like it was a decision of like, yeah, obviously I wanted to like be with my friends and live on my own and like, oh my God, so fun. But I think subconsciously it was like, I need to get myself out of this toxic situation Yeah. because I knew how bad it was for me. Like Were it was you... just... Sorry. No, you're fine. I was just going to say, did you... Were you able to like sign leases on your own? Did you have to get emancipated? Well, no, that's how, like that's how? Story too. Yeah. My mom co-signed my first lease. She did? Okay. Yeah. Um, I basically like forced her <laughs> to do yeah. that. I'm such a little, I was such a shithead when I was a teenager. Um, both on and offline, to be honest. But yeah, I basically was like, I'm going to get emancipated or like, you You're have gonna to co-sign sign this. Lease. Yeah. Yeah. And she was just like, okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, look, you did what you had to do to get yourself yeah. out of a situation that you knew was not serving you. Were you scared? No. For lack of a better word? No. Like Shockingly. Just because like it was so it was like my fight or flight was on for mm-hmm. sure. Like mm-hmm. living in a house as a 16-year-old, like so young and vulnerable and trying to figure out who I was and like those years of your life are so fragile Mm -hmm. yeah and being in a house it was just me and my mom at this point like I have an older sister but she had moved out already and like being in a house where the only other person and your mom is severely depressed is like such a intense situation for you to be in yeah um and like it was to the point where she was telling me every day that she wanted to kill herself yeah and so that's that was just like I was like I need to get out of here because this is not safe for me so it was not like it didn't feel like it was a decision like it wasn't a choice like I wasn't like doing this because you were surviving yeah yeah Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I wasn't scared. I was like, this is what I have to do. Yeah. So I'm doing it. How old were you when your sister left? Um, she probably moved out when I was like 14 or 15. Did you have like weird feelings around that of like, why are you leaving me here? Um, no I don't think so because I just kind of understood like she's six years older than I am Mm -hmm. so I just kind of understood like she's an adult you know Mm -hmm. she's starting college she is gonna move out and live in an apartment with her friends like it made sense to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um 
And I don't know. I'm like trying to think back if I did, but I don't think so. And if I did, I don't remember. <laughs> Something about such... me, like my memory is not the best, especially surrounding those Traumas. years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because that, I that just checks out. Yeah. blocked everything out of my brain. But like you, how did you compartmentalize like being, I mean, oh, okay. Okay. Because I didn't watch you in real time. Like how big were you at that point in time? And what was it like compartmentalizing like this big internet personality yeah. with like all this trauma that like, did you, did you talk about that side of things too? Did people not know? Did your friends know? Like, what was it like? Um, I think my friends, they definitely knew. Yeah. Um, as far as online, people did not know. Like people knew I lost my dad, but people didn't know how things were with my mom because I never talked about it. Mm -hmm. And when I first moved to LA, I was still in contact with her. Mm -hmm. And like I would still drive home and see her. Um, but then like it got to a point where like I had to cut all ties, mm -hmm. um, which I don't really want to go into detail about why, oh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, just for my own sake, you know, I have learned that you just really have to look out for yourself. And like, yeah. sometimes that means making shitty hard decisions, like not having a relationship with your mom. <laughs> so now it's like, I feel like it's been like five or six years yeah. since I've seen her talk to her. Yeah. yeah Did so. you ever see someone setting a boundary to protect themselves with family members before you had done it? Because I feel like that's a big thing yeah. that people do is like when it's that's your family, question. people can't mm -hmm. set boundaries. Uh, fucking me. I talk to you guys about this all the time. I can't set boundaries with my family and my mom doesn't want me to. But like for you to do it at such a young age, I know it makes sense because like you said, you were just surviving. So maybe you just mm -hmm. didn't even see it and you were like, I was just doing what I have to do. But I wondered if like, had you, had you ever seen someone do that before? Um, or what gave you like the strength to do it? Or was it not even a thought because once again, you were just surviving it? I, I mean, my sister for sure. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, she doesn't have a relationship with my mother like either. Mm -hmm. And she had stopped talking to her before I did. I still lived at home when they like stopped speaking. So then it, I was kind of like in the middle of it, mm -hmm. which also sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't help the situation at all. So, but then like once I, you know, removed myself and like could see things from the outside and like made the decision to distance myself, I kind of realized that like, oh, I understand why my sister did this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's definitely other examples. But again, I don't want to like reveal any of my other right. families. Oh, sure. You know, sure, sure. Yeah. no, no, I know. But there's definitely other things in within my like extended family that I've seen people set boundaries. So that's kind of cool, though. Yes, the examples it, came from within your own family. Yeah. that's. I yeah. feel like that's pretty unique, too. That's interesting. Listening, I mean, obviously, like, we know this about you, like, Meadow and I, but, like, th these are – I want people listening to understand that this is why – I'll speak for myself, and I feel like Meadow can relate. 
I have such like visceral reactions when it comes to like a being protective over Maddie. Oh my and god! B, but like even more so than that because I've never been put. I mean, we've been in like one situation. Not that they were doing anything, but we were like in a crowd of people, and I just I'll tell you what it was later. You probably know what I was talking about. But we were just out, and I like there was just a weird situation, and I just remember looking at her after, and I was like, I'm like angry, like I'm mad, like I was like I got like so protective, and. It's but aside from my protective nature coming out with Maddie, it's like whenever I read comments on her YouTube or like we talk about it, or I see it on your Instagram of like, well, why aren't you friends with this person or like, yep. why aren't you doing this? And it's like this drama circulating. It's like people need to understand that you literally grew up on the internet mm. and had this entire life that people had no idea was happening like behind the scenes. And then not only do you move out to LA when you're 16, but then people are like fucking shocked when you don't have the exact same life you had at 16. Like people oh still ask God. Maddie about her fucking high school boyfriend. Like, <laughs> Oh, we got asked when we asked you for questions, people asked about all your old roommates. People asked about old boyfriends. Old, like, like people want to, people just like expect like, you to be like that same person. Tea, and they expect there to be this like fucking giant yeah. story. Yeah. And it's like, no, yeah. even if there is, you were, however whatever age teenager when you mm -hmm. became friends with people when you moved out here like the fact that maddie is not in that exact same situation i'm not even talking about friends just like the type of content you're making mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. the way that you live your life what like, your whatever. interests like, are it's like how are how, people yeah. shocked yeah. like we're, yeah. we're humans that continue to change and thank god that you're growing and changing because if not like where the fuck how boring is that be, yeah. yeah like you just be not, this, like, not only boring like that would be scary <laughs> because yeah, i was exactly. not I yeah. was not well. Like yeah. I was and that's, not. And people don't know that either. Yeah. yeah. Like I was not in a good place at all. And but like, also. No oh, go ahead. No matter how much it like seemed like I lived. And like don't get me wrong. I mean for me to live in LA on my own and like do whatever the fuck I wanted at 16 is like insane. And like such a privilege that I had. And like for. The fact that I was able to support myself fully is, like, insane. And, like, I am so thankful that I was able to do that because I was able to save myself and remove myself from a really bad environment. But at the same time, I, like, didn't ever deal with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I ran away or, like, not ran away, but, like, I removed myself from the bad situation, but I never like looked it in the face and worked through it. I would just Did like you start doing that. Um <laughs> a year and a half ago. <laughs> I was just gonna say I feel like she did that when she left YouTube. Um kinda. yeah kind of that was like the start of it yeah. for sure because I was just like ignoring everything that was wrong. Yeah. Right, and talk us through that. Talk us talk us through like the decision to leave. And like um, everything that was going on behind the scenes of like you ignoring shit. The decision stuff. to leave YouTube. Yeah. It was like, I mean, it was a combination of so many things and just me like realizing, like, I feel like it was like one day I literally woke up and was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, li like it was like you had an existential crisis. Yeah. Basically I woke up and I was like, what am I doing? Where am I? Like, like actually what the fuck is happening well it makes sense you were <laughs> like you said you were like in so much trauma and then you ran away mm -hmm. from it but not to deal with it just to distract yourself so it just yeah. reached the point I of burnout like, where like you woke up and were live, like whoa 
like living in like you guys were this like breed of micro celebrity that was like so hyper specific and like the stories that i hear of like maddie 16 to like 19 in la like not, oh, are unreal insane. like yeah. mm-hmm. it's ridiculous so it's like yeah. that that's not that's yeah. not real life and then yeah, like, it's dude. like you're waking yeah. up from like virtual reality yes. yeah i mean it was yeah. like i was on like cruise control yeah in like in an alternate universe basically yeah. like i was in a fucking coma or something um and I just woke up and was like, what is going on? And like realized that my entire life was like engulfed in the internet and like being online and going out and being at parties and who's who and fucking artist passes at Coachella and like, mm. you know, just like the whole, like all of the bullshit, which like from the outside, I'm sure seems like like people think it's cool or whatever and it's not (laughs) (laughs) especially when it's like your entire life it's just like what like I was just like what is happening like this is not real life I need to like splash some cold water on my face and like make a change because this is not good for me like I was not happy at all and I had been ignoring all of my trauma that I went through which definitely was not helping Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, in the, in those years, like 16 to 19, I, you know, moving out, I like knew I had to teach myself how to cook so that I could feed myself because I was like, I can't eat pizza every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like started to teach myself how to cook and then, you know, just from there kind of continued on, excuse me, um, continued on teaching myself how to cook and I fell more and more in love with it and I was cooking for friends and cooking in my free time and always having people over for dinner and stuff and my friend hence why Maddie's a natural mother (laughs) just another example yeah um my friend was like you should meet my boss like he works she worked at a restaurant and she was like, you should meet my boss. He's the chef. And I'm sure that he would love to like teach you, like give you a cooking lesson or like make dinner with you one time. So you can like learn from him, whatever. And I was like, cool. And I met him and he was like, do you want to work here? Like, were you still on YouTube at this point or no? No, I had like stopped making videos. Um, did you announce was, it? Like, Were you like, post- I'm leaving? No. no, you just you just dipped. Yeah. Cool. Um, Irish exit out of there. Basically. <laughs> um, and yeah, like offered me a job, and I was like, okay. <laughs> like, sure. You have no idea if I have any clue what I'm doing, but like, sure, let's go. Why not? Um, so then I started working at a restaurant and you know, the, like I was making way less money than I was with YouTube, which was like something that I just had to realize. And like, I had to adjust my lifestyle, which was fine. Cause I needed to do that anyways. Um, and you know, for the two years that I worked there, I was basically living paycheck to paycheck, which was like a huge change for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, I had moved out of the house that I lived at with my friends 
And I moved in with an ex-boyfriend, which is like a whole, <laughs> like a whole other thing. Oh God! Doesn't even need airtime. Yeah, yeah we, no. we don't I need airtime on that. It's so. It's basically like I just needed to completely pull myself out of that situation in every single aspect of my life, and I like you said. I feel like people think there's so much drama surrounding it, and like so many, you know, negative connotations to that but truthfully like again it was just me surviving like me making a selfish choice because I knew that that was what was best for me like I needed to remove myself and just change everything which by the way because at the time you had a boyfriend I feel like it's so easy for people to jump to the conclusion of like Oh, uh, well, Maddie ditched for a boy. You literally took the fucking words out <laughs> of my mouth. And I'm like, no, bitch. No. no. Like, it's it's not. That's not. It's you didn't not get a boyfriend a boy. and we're like, I'm out. Like, it's yeah. not I mean, a boy. I was planning, like, I was planning on living with another friend. Right. Like, I when I, I when I knew that I was moving and, like, made that decision, I was dating this guy and he happened to be moving at the same time. And like, originally we had a conversation of like, we're moving at the same time and like, we're dating, but like, we're not moving in together. Like, that's not what's happening, especially because we hadn't been dating for very long. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were like, no. And then, you know, like my situation fell through and his situation fell through and we were just like, okay, (laughs) like, Sure. Let's, let's find something. Yeah. Let's give it a go. And like it ended up, obviously the relationship didn't end up working out, but like living together was fine. Cool. And like, yeah. I don't regret that decision at all. Yeah. And I want I feel like it's just such an easy way for people to scapegoat you. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, 100%. she can't possibly be healing and working on herself and having character development. She's just ditching friends for a boy. Like that's such an easy heteronormative fucking trope come on yeah and I just like I don't I just mainly I want people to know that like I have no ill will about anybody that I no was friends with like there was nothing it was just like me making a choice for myself it had nothing to do with anybody else and like I don't know if that sounds fucked up may sound fucked up to some people because like I don't know. Maybe people are like, that was your best friend. Like, how did you just up and leave? But it's what I had to do for my own. You know, I also save. feel like we need to normalize the fact that like friendships can end. Friendships yeah. can still be successful and like happy and so, like so serving and meaningful for a specific part of your life and end. And that doesn't mean they have to be less meaningful or that doesn't mean they like failed or you did something wrong. Like why yeah. I, I don't understand. Like we have relationships in and out with other, you work with people and get really close to people you work with and then you change jobs and you don't see them. Like it's so normal mm-hmm. in every other aspect. We date multiple people. Like people always, even the fact that we're like, oh, date around before you get married, but we're not like, oh, make a ton of friends in a bunch of different areas yeah. and different phases in your life. Like why, why do we have Dude, to do that? That's so point. weird. I'll, I'll never forget when my sister said that to me. I was really? like going through it with some friends years ago and my sister said that to me. I think it was like when I was like graduating from college and my sister said that exact 
thing to me of like, yeah. Gabby, get over it. Like yeah. you're gonna, your entire life, you're gonna cycle through friends in one way yes. or another. And I remember like it was such a fucking tough pill for me to swallow and it made me feel like I was giving up on something or like I felt so defeated. And then when it's like you really understand like, and it's what I said before, like why are people shocked that Maddie has a completely different life if Maddie was, you know, 12 or what how old were you 12 when you fucking started on youtube like what like it's the same <laughs> thing with your friends like yeah. you're gonna you're gonna continue to change and you can't expect everybody to around you to change the same way that you're changing that's not a realistic expectation to put on other people it's not fair to put that yeah. on people so i think we all need to be a little bit more sensitive with that and be like yeah. i release you in a way you know what yes. i mean instead of making it so personal obviously there's ways to go about things and there's conversations to you know if you feel like that's whatever but like I think we just need to have a little bit more grace with each other of the fact that like we're going to fucking continue to change and we cannot expect everybody to change at the rate that we're changing. And that's but we're your best friends and don't you dare leave us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, if but you I fucking break up you, with me, I swear. I want to ask you, oh we, we asked, um, we asked the audience to give us questions for you and like never have I ever gotten so many oh my gosh. responses. Yeah. You know that those were Maddie Bragg people coming to our page. So thank you so much if you sent in a question and so sorry in advance because we're not going to get to all of them because there were a whole lot. Yeah. But we compressed like we compressed. That's not the word. Well, we, some um, asked similar combined. versions. Yeah, we tried yeah, to we combine combined some. a bunch of questions because a lot but a lot were about friendships. Yeah. So I want to hear from you. One of the main questions that we got aside from all of the like bullshit tea stuff mm -hmm. is, OK, now you're like you know, in this place in your life where you're making your, you've left, you know, a friend group, I guess, or you've gone on, you're doing your own thing, you're changing your life, whatever. How did you go about making new friends as an adult human being? Oh, um, first it was like at my job, mm -hmm. like my best friend, Sarah, who I now live with. We love Sarah. Hi, Sarah. We love Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. I know Hi, you're Sarah. listening. Hi, Sarah. We love you. Um, like, we no, met. I'm not. Because <laughs> we were both working at the restaurant. Um, and like we became friends while we were working together, but our relationship really changed and like we became a lot closer after we had left. Like over, I mean, we became close when we were working together, obviously, and like we opened a brand new restaurant and we were both like a huge part of that. And so we worked together a lot, but. Honestly, over the pandemic, we became like way, way closer because both of us were not working there anymore. And we were only because when I worked at the restaurant, I had zero free time. Like my social yeah. life was basically non-existent because I worked so much. And, you know, that is a bad excuse because like if you wanted to, you would. And like you can always make time for stuff. But I was in such a transition period I felt like I was still like trying to find my footing of like my basically new life <laughs> that yeah. I was creating for myself um, that I was just like hyper focused on work and like my boyfriend basically because I lived with him or my ex-boyfriend, sorry, um, because I lived with him. And so any socializing that I was getting was pretty much at work. And how would you? Go ahead. No, no, no. Finish your statement because it's the second question. Um, concept. So once we weren't there and I had more time and just realized like, okay, I can't just socialize at work. Now I have to like make an effort to strengthen these relationships on their own. Um, 
I worked at doing that. And then um, I met you guys on the internet. Hey. <laughs> Which hey. I think is a great the thing. Cutest. And I will forever, forever advocate for making friends online. Same um, here, obviously. It's the best. <laughs> and I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know if this is like, People might think, that, I mean, I know you guys are not going to think this, but I feel like maybe some people listening are going to be like, that's such a bullshit answer. But I f- genuinely feel like you attract what you put out and like you will attract the right people for yourself. And like, that's so true. When you're in a season of your life where you're wanting to make new friends, it just kind of comes to you. Obviously. as long as you're like doing the work to put actually put that shit out there yeah and like go out like go to eat go to bars go to restaurants like make an effort but at the same time I I mean you guys just popped into my life (laughs) but that's the thing all three of us were in that like trying to make newer healthier friendships trying to make friends with people that are also as interested in working on themselves as we were like all three of us were in that phase meeting each mm-hmm. other and then like open to talking to people on the internet like open so to hearing what people wild. have to say it's, you know what I mean it's so wild how that happens and I, I mean everybody listening if they're not a new listener like they men and I say that shit all the time You're like you attract what you put out mm-hmm. like it's and it's so wild to watch it actually happen because that happened in my life so much from the year 2018 on like mm. it was the way that I made like all the new like Latin friends that I had in my life and then Mm. that's exactly what I was craving at that moment in time like I was needing my Latin heritage like I was needing that around Mm. me I was needing like non-judgmental fun around me and then when I met you two I was like really diving into mental health stuff Mm. and like really realizing that like that was my purpose and like the stories that I wanted to tell like it fucking happened it works it works it literally works yeah yeah I mean I think it works like around I don't know if it was like like I honestly think the same month that I met you guys which was July I'm pretty sure or at least that's definitely when I met Meadow I don't know if it yeah, was the same we just month missed our friend anniversary we met or July we met 2020 in, in we August. just missed yeah. it like six months ago yeah what <laughs> <It's> <laughs> last <Friday>. year <laughs> I was like yeah we just missed it oh, Jesus keep going um I could find it because we had a zoom date because we were talking about work stuff. I could find it in my calendar. For you too? Um, yeah. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh, I think oh, that exact that exact same month that we met was when I started therapy. Oh, and that for was, sure yeah. was. We were talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it that. Was, which is so wild because it's like you had such a transition and like it. I, it's so weird to know you personally as like the person you are now like even when we were in new york and like we 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 had dinner with maddie's friend lexi who's like amazing and i was saying i was like yeah i've never seen someone like not have like negative comments on the internet and lexi was like what and i was like i and you that you were like yeah that wasn't always yeah that was not oh my god was that not always the case for your thing because when gabby when you were talking about people asking about tea and like reading comments and being protective of maddie i was gonna say one i feel the same way but then two also like what where do you find nicer comments on the internet than maddie's youtube channel (laughs) i didn't know that wasn't always the case no 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 no, well so that's another thing i was gonna ask are you like would you tell other 
Yeah, that's true. Would you tell other like influencers <laughs> and people on the internet to be like, do you ever get weary of people that watch you on the internet? Like, I don't think like I never knew who you were on the internet before being friends with you, obviously, or like later down the line. I knew you worked at Croft. Like I knew you as mm-hmm. a chef, not as a Instagram cr- or YouTube creator. Do you mm-hmm. feel like making friends later? Talking to the mic, babe. Talking to the mic. Sorry. I'm just trying to think. I'm. I, it's, it's just interesting. Like, do you do you think that you could have been as close with us in this chapter of your life if we knew who you were previously? Like, would you give I mean, people I that Maddie opinion? I knew who she was. I didn't know, like, everything about her, but, like, I knew who Maddie was. Yeah, I think... Oh. Vaguely. I don't think that that would affect Deter anything. You? No, because... It's not like I'm like some. It's not like I'm fucking Kylie Jenner. Like, <laughs> do you know but what people, I mean? Like, you but are people Kylie. treat you like, like you are. It's not like I'm some like rich ass, famous ass celebrity. Like I'm a like I am a normal ass person. <laughs> I think that's somebody a thing. Asked, somebody asked like would you be friends with a with follower? a follower someone, someone goes yeah. would you be friends with a follower like i feel like we would genuinely be friends yeah of course like i think that's if i get though. along with someone like i'm not gonna not be friends with them because they they, they watch your content follow yeah. me on okay wait instagram or something like wait. we're all we're all equals like we're all normal people <laughs> Like, but I, I don't feel know. like that's part of the reason why, like, you were so cognizant of when, like, YouTube culture, like, when you woke up, because I feel like you yeah. were exposed to, like you said, like, all this, like, cool shit and going out and, like, Coachella VIP and all these people with all these numbers behind their names. And you, it's, like, all these things that the internet tells us means that they're, like, special or important or different. But then you were going and interacting with everyone and being like, what? Like, these are who these people are? Like, yeah. You saw Oz. Like, you pulled the curtain back real fucking young and saw Oz and was like, no, obviously I would be friends with everyone. Like, these, this isn't real. It's not yeah. real. Yeah. What were you going to say, not. though, Gabby? You were trying to ask. I was going to ask her. No, because I was going to ask her another question because I want to get to, before we wrap up, I want to get to a couple other questions. We're already wrapping up? Asked. Oh, my God. It's been Bitch, so fast. Look at the time. Shh, I have so much more to say. You're going to have to come back. Um, obviously. <laughs> I'm like, it's getting to the point where Meadow and I are just like, we're going to have three hour long episodes. Um, Down. people were asking about, oh wait, did she freeze? Okay. You're back. Um, people were asking in the same vein of friendships. What do you do if a friendship isn't, how do you know when a friendship's not serving you? What do you do in that situation? Like, how do you get hmm. out of it? I mean, I think, you know, it, it becomes obvious. Like, I feel like if you even have to ask the question, period. Like, you already know that it's not serving you. Period. That goes for relationships, too. Anybody listening? Platonic or romantic? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you just know. And then you you have to be selfish in that situation and just, like, remove yourself. And obviously, you know, looking back now, uh, when I did that, I could have handled it differently. And, like, if I was to experience something like that again, I would do it very different. And that is – you just have to be straight up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not anything personal towards somebody else. And even if they're going to react that way, you can't do anything Mm -hmm. about someone's reaction. All you can do is 
live your truth, speak your truth. That's her ism, baby. Someone's someone's reaction is something that you can't control and you just have to, like Gabby said, accept it. And so you just got to be honest and just say, like, I am changing and this relationship is not serving me anymore. And I wish you nothing but the best. And I'm sure that, I mean, you'll see them around because that's the way life goes. (laughs) You're always crossing paths with people, even if you're not close. And just got to rip the band-aid, honestly. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because, like, listening to you answer this question, it's fucking facts, everything you're saying. But it just gave me, like, like cautionary tale for people listening, though, because I feel like I – I mean, you guys know this. Like, for me, in my life, the past, I don't know, like, year and a half, like, I was – I think make sure that you're listening to your own intuition and your own gut when you're going about this and not everybody else's opinions around you because at the end of the day, Mm. you don't understand other people's motives and you don't know what they're there for. And I know that I was in a situation with someone where like I had somebody in my ear kind of feeding me shit and like making my ego bigger than it needs to be. And it led me to handle a situation really poorly. Mm. because I was like well if this other person's telling me that then like fuck yeah I'm right and it like gave me that sort of aggression behind it and while I think the sentiment of the conversation that had to be had with this friend remains true in my heart the way that I approached it and went about the situation was so not right and like that person did not warrant like they like that situation didn't warrant the reaction it got out of me and that Mm. person I think deserved a lot more from me so I just want to make sure that when people are like, because I, I think it can be so easy. Like we live in a culture right now where everyone's like, cancel that, cut, like cut that person, do yeah. this, whatever. Yeah. And we're so quick to do those things. So it's like everything Maddie is saying is 100% true. I just want people to recognize to like trust your own fucking intuition and your own gut and not let people put shit in your ear that you feel like is not your own truth to that's appease such, somebody else. That's a really, really, really good point. Because that happened to me, and then it made things really weird for a very long time. So, yeah, and also like, I want to ask you: need to, you don't need to play that. like the blame game either. No, no. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, you don't need to be like it's you. You're the problem, right? Am I the drama? I think I'm the drama. <laughs> Wait, I also want to circle back to one thing Maddie said too, because when we were asking about how you make new friends as an adult, and Maddie was like, "But also, like, go out, create opportunity." Mm-hmm. If for people that don't know, Maddie is the absolute fucking queen of solo dinners. Oh, people! Someone asked this. Somebody asked. This. Oh, oh, did they? they? Oh my they god! Said how to get, it was like how to What's get Maddie's comfortable. Tips? Yeah. How to get comfortable like be, going out alone. And, like, okay, there is not out. a better person to ask than this fucking girl. <laughs> Set the scene, Maddie Bragg. Yeah. Um, Paint us your solo dinners with your burgers and your dirty martinis. My favorite. Mm. I. I mean, I think for me. Going to dinner alone is very sacred and it's not only because I'm spending time with myself. It's like mainly about eating. <laughs> like Duh. about the food because I mean, you know, like I love food so much. I love going out to places and trying new things. And obviously I love doing that with the company of friends or whoever, but sometimes people aren't free. Yeah. And like, if I want to go and eat something and I can't find anybody to come to dinner with me, like I'm... I'm going to go by myself. (laughs) 
She's going to eat I, the damn thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm craving oysters. I want to go. Gabby doesn't like oysters. Everyone else is busy. I'm going by myself. I'm going. Yeah. And I think it comes down to th- like realizing literally nobody is paying attention to you. Like genuinely, (laughs) like everybody, like, cause I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm like weird or like, you know, I'm nervous about being by myself and being judged by others, but nobody's, nobody's paying attention. (laughs) Everyone is so self-involved that they genuinely, like they don't, they don't, they don't care. (laughs) So you're not that important. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. Um, but eating by yourself, it's so like doing anything alone is so great. Like you get to know yourself more, what you like, what you don't like, and you don't have anybody else's opinions or emotions or energy affecting that. And I it's like the best way to get to know yourself is to spend time alone, obviously. It's, but it's so, I think that's so cool though. Cause it's important to like, a lot of people will say that, but then their time spent alone is like, I, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, like meditating or therapy or going on a walk or something where I'm like trying to unpack something, but it's equally as important to spend time alone out at a restaurant doing nothing and like get to know yourself in other areas. Like it doesn't always have to be so serious regimented like I, or so serious, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can have fun with yourself. Yes, the, you can I, have fun I'm, with yourself. I need to take myself on a solo date. I'm working myself up to doing it, to sit here and be like, yeah, I'd be super comfortable doing it as a fat lie. But I have gotten a lot better at like, like, because you guys know I like being alone. Yes. But I, I've gotten really into like having like a Saturday alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And like doing something. We, like lo- we out, love like, a solo Saturday. Yeah, like I, I went feel like to, your like, night is Fridays, store. Maddie. I feel like you do Friday. No, dinners, usually so it's Saturday. Saturday. Is it Saturday? Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. My mm-hmm. bad. Not solo me knowing Saturday. my schedule. Yeah. I don't know. There's like something like I took myself to the plant store. I like got a car wash. It was like really nice out. I like. You took yourself flowers, on a date. Yeah. But it was not like sitting at an actual restaurant. But like, yeah, it was. I don't know. It was really nice. Okay, I wait, have a restaurant. Question. Oh, wait. Can I, can I tell you a, yeah. a restaurant solo story that I don't think either of you know? Yes. Because please. if I can get through this, Gabby, you can get through anything. Oh, I When I was it. dating my abusive ex, they were a chef mm-hmm. and worked to the restaurant every day, obviously. Uh, Valentine's Day, he was like, oh, yeah, come meet up with me towards the end of my shift. Like, you can come get a drink at the bar and wait for me and then we'll go, whatever. I sat at a bar at a, the like, it was the restaurant for the Warriors. It was like a nice restaurant well-known in Oakland, you know? I sat there for three and a half hours alone oh. on Valentine's oh. Day. No. Waiting <laughs> for my fucking abusive boyfriend to get off work at his restaurant. He, oh, so if I could, basically, moral of the story is the m- amount of pity and looks that I got sitting alone oh, on Valentine's Day for three and a half hours reading a book at a bar at a busy restaurant that's, like, well-known. See, but. If I can make it through that, I you could go to dinner by yourself think, on a I Saturday, have, baby. It doesn't pity, matter. Though. If I saw some like hot ass yeah. girl like sitting by herself at a restaurant on Valentine's Day and be like, that bitch knows she's that bitch. This that oh, was literally I what I was gonna say. Was like <laughs> fuck people thinking that like you don't need to feel sorry for someone if they're alone. Like that could be a choice that you're making. Like why are we just friends. like assuming <laughs> yeah something about someone 
right. like that. Like that's not you. I mean, again, me being an optimist, like maybe I just assume the best for everyone. But like if I saw someone alone, like Gabby said, if I saw someone alone on Valentine's Day, I wouldn't like be like, oh, how sad. Right? I'd be like, go off. Yeah. I mean, last Valentine's Day, I was alone. I was single. Do you know what I did? I rented myself a hotel room. I remember. Oh, yeah. And I, I bought remember. myself one pound of chocolate from yeah. Seas Candy <laughs> in a heart-shaped box. Yes. I got a bottle of wine. I yeah. checked into this hotel and I laid in bed and ate chocolate and drank wine for two whole days. And it was the fucking best. I was in a relationship and Maddie was single and Maddie had a better Valentine's Day than me because I didn't even get, I'm so sorry. I did not even get, I didn't get a card. I didn't get chocolate. I didn't get fucking Sorry, that's unacceptable. I bought myself flowers. You don't even get me a gift. And then, and then motherfucker was like, but we said no gifts. I'm like, (gasps) yeah, but that's like called like affection. Like (laughs) a card, babe, a card. Or like make dinner or just like any anything. Sometimes anything? men just nope. like don't get it. No. Yeah. I'm like, they don't. Is your head screwed on straight? Like, do you have any little bit of logic in there? No, it's not it's everyone. Like it's not everyone. I'm not generalizing, but like a lot of men. Can I just oh quickly God. talk about my birthday and how someone literally showed up to my house empty-handed? Oh my God. No, I can't. No, 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 no. Like, and then didn't compliment your outfit. No, no, but, but also like stopped at the store because I requested this person to bring ice and then did not, because I don't have an ice machine. I hope they're listening. They're not, but I hope they're not. Stopped at the store, walked into the store and was like, grab the ice and left. I'm and like, how many of us took bets on if that person was going to show up with a gift I think or not? I gave. I think I gave. I was the. I think the one of the only people that gave them the benefit of the doubt. I was I like, didn't. a bottle of wine, a bottle of right. tequila, a fucking piece of candy, anything. Honestly, like literally a goddamn chocolate bar, babe. Like the Kit Kat at the fucking checkout. Like, <laughs> but still was expecting you to go home with him all night, like, huh? so self-involved yeah yeah um god the the shit that some met like the audacity audacity. the fucking audacity dude i'm like i need to tell you guys yeah when we hang up i need to tell you something that you know who said to me that i (sighs) there's like a couple you know who's that just popped in my head so i actually don't know okay 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 main okay who's who's gonna say something that's gonna piss me off well that's fair (laughs) the alien (laughs) you know well, that's her day. <laughs> Bleep it. <laughs> Bleep that. Oh, yeah, I forgot he listened. It was. <laughs> um, yeah, he said something to me that sent me. I'll tell you when we. I'm surprised anyway. I didn't get a screenshot. Yeah, I know. I was like recently, and we don't know. It was on the phone. It was on oh, the phone. Oh, oh, this adds up. All right, Maddie. I can't believe it took this long for this to happen. What do you Come mean? On, you only started time. your podcast like <laughs> months ago. <laughs> She's like, bitch, really you're happened. brand new at this. What do you mean? It's my, like, you She's got like, lucky my brand doesn't that go I got here. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? She's like, you're welcome. She's, look at Maddie. Maddie is supporting a small business right now. Oh, Shut, Shut up. Maddie. Shut up. It is my honor to be on your podcast. I love you more than anything. I've only ever I love you. 
I think I've like actually only ever done like one other podcast. Do you hear that? People were fucking exclusive. Hell yeah. You're welcome. Hell yeah. Come to thoughts my very first. I just feel like only. this dish, we didn't even, we didn't even scratch the surface. No, you guys, we literally no. did. This is why I'm upset that time moved this quickly because we did not even well, scratch I mean, the surface. <laughs> that's what happens. Sadly. Well, come, come back. back then. Of course. Come back. We'll talk Anytime. about, we'll talk about, because bo- I want to talk about like body stuff. I want to talk yeah. about relationships yeah. with food. Damn, you guys. I know. Did I fuck up? Was I a bad guest? No. Oh my God. No. Are you kidding? That you're, you're such a, a good guest. guest that we have so much more to go over. Exactly. Yeah, that's but we need to be cognizant of your time. And yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I want to be cognizant of Meadows' time that she has to spend editing this and the poor unfortunate souls listening <laughs> to me fucking blab on about my trauma. <laughs> no, we'll do an entire. We'll do an entire episode about like body food stuff. You're gonna be yeah. a recurring theme on this channel, obviously. Channel episode. What is it? Thought podcast. <laughs> Because we're the three best friends that I <laughs> Are you really going to bring me back? That would make me so happy. Literally whenever you Are want. you joking? Like, please be okay, a reoccurring guest. Oh, you. wait. Whoa. Is this the end? Did you guys just freeze for me? Is it over? Yeah. Meadow's frozen, so. Oh, oh Am I back? back? Yeah, she's Say bye. That's it? Okay, bye. Maddie didn't get a chance to say bye. I mean, here's the thing, Maddie. You need to understand that I just need everybody listening to know that I just pressed record again because Maddie was so unenthused by the way that I just ended that episode because Meadow and I like don't really, we don't end episodes. We're just like, bye. That's true, <laughs> actually. Ends. We just get to a point that, of the conversation. We're like, that that's not like long enough. Bye. That, that doesn't sit right with me. Can I just say? <laughs> All right, Maddie, what do you want to say to the people? I'm what so do you want to say? That just seems off. like so, like, that's like. It's like Maddie's like I've been making content longer than you guys. You're doing it wrong. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I just feel like it's like I'm so, like it's sad. <laughs> you know, it's like we can stay talking. It's like not you're not you're not letting someone finish. Like there's no end to the book. There's no conclusion. No one came. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't just leave the people. All right, you. then get them there, Maddie. You can't. <laughs> Maddie Bragg, bring us to climax. End the episode. (laughs) Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to the Thoughts Mayberry podcast every Monday. Um, Thank you, Meadow and Gabby, for having me on. Love you guys so much. And We're going to record that. I that just was going to say that. I was like, I'm not going to interrupt her so I can record it and make that the end of everyone. <laughs> Literally. Um, make sure to rate our podcast. And oh, we never asked for that. Give us five stars Thank on you. Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. Love you guys You're so much. Me. Have a beautiful day. Bye. And that's Bye. how you end a fucking podcast. Did you all come? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I stop recording. Now we'll end on now that. Now you can Perfect. stop recording. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>